0: So I want you to journey with me back in time, all the way back to 1990.
1: We go back in time.
0: 1990, <laughs> what's,
1: the hit song. 1990, the hit
0: song from MC Hammer. You got to pray. <laughs>
1: just pray. You got to pray just to make it today. <laughs> you got to pray just to <laughs> make it. Was that 1990?
0: To... <laughs> I, it was sometime in the 90s. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so that's great. Anyway, that's where we're heading today. Yeah, we're talking about prayer, prayer. Yeah. Uh, today on Life Talks. I'm Britt Nipper, Life Talks producer, sitting in with Pastor Ben Rudolph. Dan, Pastor Dan Burrell, is in Cuba right yeah. now as mm-hmm. we speak. So uh, he'll. He'll be back when you're hearing this. So pray but for him. Pray for him. <laughs> and you're going to learn how to today right. and over the next few That's episodes. Right. So anyway, we're we're talking about prayer and we've got several questions we're going to mm-hmm. ask and hopefully answer because I know prayer is something that a lot of people uh,
1: may have a love-hate relationship. That may be a, the wrong way to put it. Well, but I think what it is is people, I think every single person that follows Jesus and maybe even just mo- most religious people, um, first of all, everyone loves prayer. 90% of people are positive towards prayer. They're more positive towards prayer than they are positive towards God. Like mm-hmm. like people have a sense of, oh yeah, pray, pray. And, and even if you think about this BLESS initiative, begin with prayer, um, so many stories of people, we can go in going up to them and saying, hey, can I pray for you? Far majority of people are like, oh yeah, absolutely. Pray for me. So, so prayer is this very positive thing that most of us agree to or we like, but yet there's not a Christian... I've ever talked to or even my own life that I look at and say man I my prayer life is just so great or a lot of people their struggle is how do I even do this what there's an ideal that I know that my life should look like but it's not meeting that mm. and yeah. so there's I think we said good and bad I think there's genu- gen- generally a I would the two words I would use is appreciation and frustration they 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 like that there's an appreciation that they can pray, but there's also a frustration maybe with themselves and maybe, let's be honest, with God because their prayer life isn't what they want it to be. And sometimes even things they pray for don't turn out the way they want yeah, to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we expect God just to be a magic <laughs> genie that that grants our every that's wish, right? right? That's Man, right. how miserable would life be if God actually did give us everything
1: we prayed for? It would be Really bad. I know everybody thinks it would be amazing, but it it, it wouldn't. It would be that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up right in the beginning because if we if we lived in a world where everyone got what they wanted, it would be chaos. Yeah, anarchy. There there's no like I think there's a reason why got Jesus prayed our Father who art in heaven. There isn't there's is a universal parent that's over everything. <laughs> it's like who knows what to say? Yes, no, wait. You know what yes. I mean? But prayer is is I think so big Brit, if you think about it in scriptures, it is, it's this massive part of our relationship with God. And it's not a, uh, I think a lot of times we, we have a one-dimensional approach to prayer and, um, it's so much bigger than what I think it, we we need to understand. And so, um, I just, I just think it's really important that we don't limit prayer. If we miss, if our, if our, if our experience with prayer is frustration or disappointment, my pushback to maybe you listening to this is to say maybe you don't really know what prayer is all about. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, how many times have you? I know I have, and I think in, it's in First uh, Thessalonians, I believe, or pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing, 1 so Thessalonians five. How, like I, 6, I 10, have I think. these days where it's like you go through the entire day and then you hit the end of it and you're like. Oh crap! I didn't I don't know pray. If I've prayed today or not? <laughs> like, why does that happen? You know. And then there's some mornings where my feet don't hit the floor out of the bed. When I wake when I wake up and, and usually that's a day that's filled with either a stressful, you know, something coming up or a project mm-hmm, due or something. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you lay in bed and you're like, okay, God, here's what we got here, today. Yeah. I need you. Yes, I need your help. Yes. Like my Sunday mornings uh, in the shower. Here's some personal <laughs> my Sunday mornings in the shower because I'm up super early to get yeah. here to to do all of our tech stuff yeah. and run throughs and yeah. stuff. I mean, I I pray every Sunday morning. Normally when I'm showering off to like I cannot make it through this Sunday morning without you, God. Mm. I'm about to go spend seven mm. hours mm. mentally and physically. Physically focused on yeah. these worship services, and so yeah. those mornings I do. Why don't I do that Monday through Saturday? Like, why don't I have yeah. that same anticipation? Like, God, I cannot make because I can't yeah. make it through the day yeah. without God. So it's a it's a struggle. Just I, to, to be I, transparent, I, with I think.
1: But what you taught, what you just shared there, is a very real um, part of all of our lives, and that is there when the awareness of our need for God is more pronounced. That's when it is the easiest to pray, yeah. Because we realize, I don't, I don't have the power, I don't have the ability, I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the. I mean, when we realize, God, I need you, like you said, I need you today. Those are wonderful times mm-hmm. um, of prayer, and so, uh, and I will say, uh, not every Sunday goes smooth.
0: No. You know, there are issues. No. There's some days where I just yes. I leave feeling so drained and yeah. you know, but I continue to pray that because I yeah. do know yeah.
1: it's needed. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's um, so so the so today I want to just I think for this initial episode we got a bunch of questions we're gonna get yeah. through. Yeah. do you want to you want to share the, the 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 questions we're gonna get? Yeah, through so here's what we're gonna talk. To, and we
0: may not hit them all in this first episode, but yeah. uh, so we're gonna do what is prayer? Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna go headlong have to into what, it. what is yes, it? Yes, Yeah. How should we pr- or how should I pray?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why should I pray if God is sovereign? So if God already knows what's happening and going on and He's ordained yeah. all of these steps, yeah. why why should I even bother? Yeah, what's the point? Um, why doesn't God answer prayer? Mm-hmm. And then kind of a, a b part to that: How do I know that I'm praying the right things? Yeah.
1: I think those questions that that we just that Brit you just read really I think are the biggest questions. Right. And I wouldn't even say most people don't even ask the first one. And I think that's why we have to start. we can't yep. assume we know what prayer is mm-hmm. because if we I think if we don't get the number the first question right, then all the other questions are gonna be slightly skewed. Um it's it's kind of like when you're uh if, if one of your wheels you've got four, you know, four wheels in your car, if one of them's bent at a certain direction, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's it's gonna mess everything up. Yeah. And so you've got to, everything's got to be aligned. And I think our understanding has to be completely aligned. Does my understanding of prayer align with God's definition and understanding of prayer? I think that's really important. That's why I want to establish for this first episode is let's align our understanding with God's understanding. And so, because I think there's three pictures, actually there's probably four pictures that I I have in my mind when I think, of, when people think of prayer and that's what I'm saying we've got to have a multi-dimensional understanding of prayer because I think most people might have one or two of these dimensions that they think of and and prayer is so much more than this but but the four pictures I have are um a slot machine that's mm. number 1 mm. the idea is I put my prayer in I pull the lever and maybe something good's going to come out <laughs> right like like yeah, that's yeah. the I think that's the probably the most popular view of prayer. That prayer is about me investing in something to get something in return. Mm-hmm. So that is that's a that's one way of looking at prayer. And that's more of the God, here's my request, here's something I need. Can you please give this to me? So that's that's one picture of prayer. And if that's the only thing that you look as prayer, then again, it's it's your prayer life is going to be probably very different, very skewed. It's not aligned with what God's word says, prayers. Number two, I, I, some people, the second picture is a cup of coffee. Like some people just, just think that prayer is just this time I sit with God and and we're just, we just share, I share my heart with God. And, and again, those are, that's a beautiful picture. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying it's, but that's, if that's the only way that prayer is just this intimacy, sometimes you miss out on other things. That feels very like, Instagrammable, <laughs> if I can turn that into a verb. <laughs> Instagram prayer. Um, yeah, because cause we think in the intimacy in prayer is very important, but if that's the only thing, again, it's 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 one-dimensional. Um, the third picture is the courtroom. There is a there is a need of justice for God. God, I need you to show up. God, I need you to exercise justice in this situation. Um, I need you to get that guy. And so, sometimes prayer can be that—that that I'm I'm in need of an authority figure to really show up and to exer- execute justice in everyone else's life. Okay, it's not not about my life; it's about everyone else's mm-hmm. life. Um, and the third picture I have is a yoga mat, and this you know some people think like like prayer is this transcendental spiritual experience that that somehow you know we 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 attain this level of spiritual awareness and and we 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 are are put into this you know transfiguration moment by which we experience the fullness of god's presence and if i don't experience that if my the feeling isn't there then it's kind of like well, why do i pray i don't feel any better and so those are the four pictures hmm. I, I give you. It's this, um, God, I I I'm, I want something from you. Uh, God, let's just kind of have a cup of coffee together. Um, let's be friends. Let's be buddies. God, I need you to, to execute justice amongst all these people out here. And God, I need a feeling. I need, I need an experience with you. And I believe there's a redeemable quality in each of them. But if that's the primary way we look at prayer, we're gonna we're gonna walk away from our our experience and say, well, you know, I, I tried the prayer thing, or God, I I did pray and God didn't show up, mm-hmm. or God let me down, or whatever it may be. And so, what I wanna what I wanna confront today is those. If you are sitting there listening to this and you're wondering, man, what what is that? What's the picture I lean into when when it comes from from my prayer time? What is it that I'm looking for from God? What are the four pictures out of those that you gravitate towards in understanding that each of them are 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 representing something that is good and that the Bible, the Bible talks about, but it's not the full picture and the full experience of prayer. Hmm. So,
0: I love those four pictures. They're good. Yeah. I'm sure we'll dive into them more as we go <laughs> along. So, all right, we're about halfway through the first episode. What is prayer? Yeah, so so let's pr- dive right into. I will it. What give. What is it?
1: I think prayer is, uh, prayer is communion and a conversation with God. Simply, simply put. Um, All right, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there is a there is a part of our souls communing with Him, and I, I'll add a third point because I, I like what Tim Keller said. Tim Keller defined prayer as both communion centered and kingdom centered. Um, so I think there it's communion conversation and kingdom. The idea of, uh, I do want to draw closer to God. Prayer is, a is one of the means by which I do draw my heart close to God, that I align my heart to God's. I mean, one of the things that if prayer is simply about getting God to do something, okay, here's a question. Why did Jesus pray? I mean, Jesus is is a part of the deity. I mean, or he is part of the he's the second person of the deity. He is he is fully God, fully man. And
0: well, I would say before he went to the cross. I mean, he said, "You're you know, take this cup from me." Yeah. But ultimately, your will your be done. Will so be I would done. assume he was praying so that God's will would be done.
1: Yes, I think there's. I think in Jesus and his humanity prayed for the sense of, you know, God that that understanding mm-hmm. of of his will or or. Um, an appreciation of of the fullness of what God the Father desired, and I think, um, but I think the number one reason why Jesus prayed is because he just loved communing with mm. his Father. That's mm. yeah, good. Like that's that's the number one reason why he prayed. We we do get a glimpse of that that Garden of Gethsemane moment, right? And I think all of us have been there. God, I, I there this this thing before me. I need your I need your power to get through this moment. Um, we see Jesus and his humanity really on display in that moment. But I think the fullness of the reason why Jesus would always get up in the early morning and go away and pray, I, I think it was because he loved to commune with his father. And he says over and over, I'm just here to do the will of my father, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And that alignment happens through communion. And um, I just I think that Jesus is this beautiful picture of what we want the communion to look like. Um, but it's also a conversation. We are we are asking. There there are, there's a lot of dimensions of what kind of conversation we're having. There are times we do ask God, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. There are times we show worship and and gratitude and thanksgiving. There are times we need to confess. There so so there's all different layers of a conversation that need to take place. Um, but I think the the third component is it's kingdom centered. So so um, communion, conversation, and kingdom. God we want to see the things that you want to see. God accomplish your will on this earth. So so prayer is communion, it's conversation and it's kingdom. It's those are that's the best way I can describe what prayer is. And so um if it's just one of those things, it's good, but it's not the full expression of it that we see in scripture and from from the beginning of scripture to the end, what what do you see? You see all three of those on display, the, the, the communion with God, the, the, the prayers of David, right? God, you are my refuge. You're my stronghold. Um, you know, you're, you're the God who hemmed Psalm 139. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Like, there's this, these beautiful communion prayers that David has. Um, but you also have conversation. Like, I think one of the best conversation moments we see in scripture is Abraham with God um in Genesis chapter 18 when God visits Abraham and he converses with him I know we've talked about this earlier in the podcast hey um would you spare spare Sodom and Gomorrah for 50 righteous people mm-hmm. and there's this conversation going on this God please would you have mercy Moses on Mount Sinai when God's like I'm going to wipe them out and make you a great nation you see Moses pleading with God acting as as this priestly voice god don't do that think about your glory yeah and i want your glory to be magnified that's what converse the kind of conversations that that the bible uh is on display the the and he, I'll, I'll bring that back up because i feel like this is uh
0: could fall under question number three so i'll hold my i'll ask it now but we'll discuss it later yeah. The it feels like god's mind has changed in that moment. And so can we change God's um, mind with prayer? So anyway, there's a teaser for an upcoming yeah,
1: one. We'll the, get, we'll, we'll we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Um, even, even the conversation that's desperate, think about Hannah's prayer in 1 Samuel. I mean, she's crying out to God. She's so desperate. She's crying out to God so desperately that um, Eli, the high priest, looks at her and is like, I think you're drunk. <laughs> like, stop your drinking. <laughs> and you just, just like, I'm not drunk. I'm desperate. And I think that's a, that's a, when I say conversation, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Those there are moments in our life where we just are pouring our hearts out to God. And God in that moment is is communing with us as well, communicating with us. Um, but then the kingdom centeredness of it all. God, I need, you know, God, I want to see your justice done here on this earth. Uh, God work in this person's life. God, we're asking you to bring about, you know, confront one of the prayers, one of the kingdom prayers. I pray on a regular basis for this church is that God's Spirit would work His work of conviction in the life of our church. You, you see me in the in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every week, I'm in there prayer walking.
0: Or out in the parking lot. Or out in the parking lot.
1: And one of the things I'm always doing every single week when I'm prayer walking around that sanctuary is I'm saying, God, bring your spirit of conviction. I don't don't get up every Sunday morning so that people are impressed with the teaching that day. Mm -hmm. My prayer is that people encounter God in the spirit of God, uses his word to convict the hearts and minds of people. And they say... I've, I've got to change. I've got to repent. I've got to turn. I've got to, I've got to start, I've got to stop doing this and start doing this. I mean, that's, that's why we meet is that we will encounter God and that we will be different. And that doesn't happen apart from God's spirit encountering our spirit. Now we can rebel against that. We can, we can put up walls against that, but that's my prayer. Mm -hmm. And so That's the kingdom kind of stuff that we that that I that I want to see. So so prayer is is you know conversation. It's communion. It's kingdom. Um, I've got I've got I know man, we're this time flew by. It went by quick. Do you have any other things? I've got one. I've got one thing I wrote about prayer that I want to read before. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we we end. But um, if you think about prayer as this um personifying prayer in your life, okay. Conception, birth, uh, sustainability, and then growth and maturity. Um, I, th- I I came up these with these statements, and as I studied scripture in, in was doing this study on prayer, and I looked at my own life. I wrote down these these four statements um, that I think really encompass what is prayer. Number one, prayer is conceived through revelation and relationship. We, we don't really learn how to pray until we know that God is there and mm-hmm. that God cares for me and God wa- desires a relationship with me. Like my starting point for prayer is always, there's a God who created me and wants me to know him and wants to know me. Like there's this beautiful relationship. So if, if it's birthed out of this idea of revelation of who God is, in a relationship with God.
0: I think we lose that. I try to teach my kids that, like God wants to hear from you. Yes, us. He wants Just 100%. like, a, I mean, if you're married, you know your spouse yeah. wants to hear yeah. from yeah. you. God wants to have that that
1: communion. That's yeah. why he created us in the first that's place. That's right, that's right. So prayer so prayers conceived through revelation in relationship. Prayer is birth, so really in that conceptions thing, and it's birth as it really kind of works its way out into the real world. It's birth through worship, faith, repentance, and mission. That that those four components um, are what really get us to begin to say things and and cry out to God. God, you are great worship. God, I, I believe you're the only one that can fix this problem in my life. Faith. Um, God, I have, I am walked away from you and I am I am so sorry and I need I want to be close to you again. Repentance. God, I I want to see your will done. God, save that person mission. It, unless we have those things in our life, we're not going to pray. Mm. I mean, we have might have the relationship, but what drives us to continue to have conversation? So, so prayer is conceived through revelation and relationship. Prayer is birth through worship, faith, repentance, and mission. Prayer is sustained through discipline and discipleship. So, this idea that, um, I mean, Br- you and I have just we talked about. It. There are times I don't feel like praying, right? Yeah, like we just gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. I normally have a routine of when I get up and pray. I get up around between five and five thirty, and I have my routine when I have my prayer time with God. Um, Tuesday morning of this week, I just had a weird night's sleep. I woke up at like two thirty, and I couldn't get back to sleep. It was just I had a weird dream, and I'm just laying there. And, I, and sometimes when I pray, I'll, I'll try to pray during that time and go fall back to sleep. But I didn't. I didn't fall back asleep until like five a.m. Mm. and I woke up at seven. And I had a meeting here. You know what I mean? It was kind <laughs> yeah, like, of like, and I didn't get to pray in the morning. And so, there are de- there are times when that discipline doesn't happen. Okay, um, but what I know is that uh, if you wait for you, if you wait for yourself to feel like praying to pray, <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not going to pray. So that sustainability, what happens is prayer sustained through discipline and discipleship. You've got to just. I'm getting up at this time, I'm going to do this and whether I feel like it or not, I'm doing it, mm-hmm. right? Um and then prayer prayer matures through love and testing. That as my love matures, my prayers mature. Mm-hmm. As I'm tested in life, as God brings these testings and trials into my life, um then then I'm gonna pray like that's when my prayer life radically changes. When I when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, my prayer life changes. It matures. I'm I'm able to understand prayer in a different way than I would have had I not gone through something. So those are those are four statements. I wrote down those four statements about oh, seven years ago, and I just I, I that's what's kind of helped me to realize where am I at in my prayer life, mm-hmm. and if I feel like I'm prayer's waning, then what does it need? I need to be birthed in again to to continue seeking after the Lord. So that's what prayer is.
0: I love those statements. That's, yeah. Um, that flew by. That episode <laughs> went by so quick. Um, so what is prayer? That's what we discussed today. Um, we're going to have another episode yeah. at least, maybe two more, who knows? So uh, make sure you tune into those as we dive more into what is prayer, why should we pray, how should I pray, and um, Turn the uh, podcast off and go pray right now? Absolutely. That's a great thing to do. All right. Thank yeah. you for joining us on this episode of Life Talks, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well, so leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit LifeCharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.